0: They must have picked that up from underneath the south side. Oh goodness. A little bit of booze in that one. Uh, as you do know, I've been in Pittsburgh a long time. I know I've done known a lot of people in this area. Especially those what trade in the underground. And ain't nobody trading in the underground more than a young man named Joe Donado. Now, Joe Donado had a gift. He knew what the sky was doing at any given moment, even when he was in the underground. Now, he spent a lot of time down in the underground because he, he was a delicate sort. He did not enjoy the sunlight. As we all want to do, we were treated from it. Because it, I mean, it go up and down and ain't no stopping that. I had made a special dinner, right? Because this was, he was done, right? He was about to return to the overground and share his gift with the world. What I did was I done made my special recipe. Squirrel apple pie. A delicacy. Deliciousness and nutrition and sweet and savory and philosophy. It gonna make you think while you eating it, you see? But if you want uh, the recipe for squirrel apple pie, you go head over to sawtoothwillie.com where I have posted this particular recipe. It's easy, ha ha ha, as pie. I made my squirrel out of pie. We sat down there, uh, me and Joe Donato, eating over the fire. He told me about himself, told me about where he was from. Now, Joe Donato, if you don't know, liked to wear suits, and he walked direct, you know, just like old Sato do, just standing up. And he let me in on a little secret, right? And he, because he was real, uh, what was the word I'm looking for? Moist. He was real wet on the inside, and sometimes that would also be on the outside. And I said, "Joe, you are the stickiest son of a bitch I ever met in my entire life." And I knew molasses Jones. Joe snorted, as he was wont to do before he was about to start speaking. Incidentally, Winston Churchill had, had the same nasty habit. And he said, "Well, I'll start to number tell you a secret. You ever had an oyster?" And I said, "Well, I have once, and I ain't liked it." I ain't like it. There's too crunchy for my palate. I got delicate teeth. Can't be crunching down on oysters, ain't here Every now and then, right? And Joe says, "Well, that's good, because I'm gonna tell you, I am one." And I said, "Joe, what in the hell are you talking about?" And he says, "I am one." And I says, "You is one. What?" And he says, "An oyster." And I says, "You ain't an oyster. You a overly moist poison, but you ain't an oyster." He didn't like the sea. He couldn't swim too good, but he would live in inside a shell. Now, I didn't know there was anything inside of a clam shell. I learned this from chewing on one and then spitting it out. Apparently there isn't. There's creatures that live in there. They're living in there, oysters, right? And sometimes they got little, you know, gems and whatnot. I ain't got no use for gems. But hell, if I knew that oyster shells had food on the inside, this would be a different story. I didn't tell Joe that because I had just learned that he was a sentient oyster. Apparently, they all are. And he said, I lived I lived in my shell. I lived in my ocean with my family and everything. And we had a, a little dog oyster. And I had a sister oyster. And a papa and a mama oyster. And then we had a weird uncle, Uncle Dave Oyster who would come over all the time and eat our food. He loved meatloaf and he would always borrow money and he would always say really unpleasant things about how, you know, clownfish shouldn't be allowed to get married. And we'd be all like, Uncle Dave, you can't say that about clownfish. And he'd be like, I can say whatever I want. I'm an oyster. And we would throw Uncle Dave out and he'd come back the next week and for some reason, for some reason, because he was oyster family, we would just let him back in and sit down in the whole see, would play out again and again every single time. Uncle Dave would come back and he'd say his things about clownfish. And the fact of the matter is, eventually we fed Uncle Dave to a shock because we couldn't handle it anymore. And we didn't have him coming around anymore. It was bad. It was bad. It was hard on everybody because Uncle Dave was gone, and he was he was my papa's brother, and my papa was never the same after that. Because yeah, Uncle Dave's a racist, but he's also family, and it was it was strange because it seemed like a lot happened to go out behind Papa's eyes, but he ain't no gonna tell nobody, cause boy oysters, man oysters ain't gonna talk about their feelings, not especially to their family, don't matter how drunk they get on starfish juice, and he got, oh, he got drunk on starfish juice plenty after that, and he ain't gonna talk about his fi- his feelings, and they just down inside and in feelings, much like the pearls that we was cultivating, they just... India and they get harder and deeper, and eventually they get so big they gotta pop out and pop your whole shell open. And one day, Papa's shell just popped right open, he just took off. He took off with his starfish juice right into the mouth of that same shark where he fed Uncle Dave. And he got up in that shark, and we ain't never seen him again. But he do write us letters from time to time, which he can get delivered out the Sharks' hindquarters, which is fine. And the fact of the matter is, I wanted to be a weatherman. And I said, Joe, you need to get the hell out.